city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 249 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're calling this one Hands Up for LA. Don't blame me, blame Bam. Uh, but again, it's just so fitting, Hands Up for LA. We do it. Our players do it, apparently. It's just beautiful things. Whatever it takes to get a win, got to do what you got to do. So, uh, yes, Hands Up for LA. The perfect choice. Thank you, Bam. Uh, all right. So tonight is a busy one. As always, I, I do know that it is uh, Shoe Drop Eve. So I know a lot of you guys are excited for that as well. Um, some of you might be listening to this as you wait tomorrow morning in line to get your get your shoes. But yeah, the uh, I guess De Paula, I guess they're called, um, are out. Uh, they look pretty cool to me. Pretty basic. We'll talk about it. Again, I like the simple things. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We've got victories to talk about. We've got new players. It's It's been busy. It's nice to be the big club, right? Always something to talk about. So before we get into it, we got to have our team involved, apparently imbibing. It's great. It's great. Uh, Tony, how are you doing tonight? Finally recovered from my week long of just events, 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 and have my voice back somewhat. <laughs> i know you uh tell everybody where you were man because dude you've been very busy so of course wednesday i was at the uh royal rumble and right next to the smoke so my throat had all that ash in it and then i was at call of duty champs this whole weekend watching my thieves win the world champion being world champions and screaming there too and then hat as Thank God they won the winner's round so I could just leave and have to watch them play one more game on Saturday and went straight to the watch party and used up whatever strength I had left because I was also kind of feeling a little ill. It was just 24-hour flu, nothing bad, thank God. But using whatever energy left I had to capo that. And then, yeah, that was my weekend. And oh, yeah, so yesterday I just went to uh, the uh, Angel City Angel City versus Tigres match, which was which was kind of cool to see a different style of Tigres plays than the the men. Oh yeah, so that honestly, a big props to both clubs for making that happen. Uh, that's that's something very unique and very cool um, to have that that international play club play involved, and I think that's really cool. Hopefully, there's something that's building off of that as well. Um, Tony, it was a pretty well attended event, right? Yeah, it was well attended. Um, there was a lot of, of course, theater fans, fans there as well as, as Angel City fans as well. Um, you did have the occasional Monterey jersey. There was a guy walking around holding his Chivas Aguilera scarf like so boldly, and I'm just like, "You're a douchebag," because this is not even your team, not even close to what it's supposed to be. But okay. Eh, trolling is trolling, man. You know, I, I I can't help it, right? I mean, there's times where I've trolled. It's okay. Um, I'm all right with it. Rivalry, rivalry, you do things that usually don't make sense just for the sake of your own heart. Um, that's okay. That's all right. They bought a ticket, right? Somebody got to make money off of that dude. So he's still supporting them, even though he thinks he thinks he's rooting against them. 
look at it that way. Uh, but yeah, you know, all good things. The thing is, football once again <laughs> prevails, and so uh, all good in ACFC. Hoping nothing but the best. Now, Bam, now that you've you've got your drink in, how are you doing, man? Yeah, um, interesting night for football, that's for sure. Um, unfortunately, my European team got smacked seven nil this morning, so we're knocked out of. This- playing in Europe, but that's right. But I do have to say, I did see one of the greatest goals in a long time overnight in the women's under-20 World Cup between Costa Rica and Australia. Really? Really? How did that go down, sir? It went down a little bit like this. Give me one moment. I'll bring it up. He's going to get a shutdown for copyright, people. It's okay. We'll probably, find a probably. way. Kidding. So kidding. <laughs> but from about 35 yards out, straight for goal. Is, is absolute dreamer of a goal. Against your team. Against Australia, that happened. Australia ended up winning 3-1, but that goal was an absolute streamer, screamer. It's got to be goal that, of the tournament for, by far. That has to be, man. That's special. That is that. I love it. Good stuff. For those of you who are listening, he basically showed this screamer from Costa Rica that was probably 35, possibly 40 yards out, um, trailing away into the far corner. So goalie didn't have any chance in the world of stopping that thing. That was that was that was a thing of beauty. Good stuff, man. Thanks for sharing that. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more goals like that. That's what I'm saying. I dig it. I dig it. Cool. All right, so. We got some stuff. As you see, we're, we're always busy watching the sport, doing what we love. We've got, you know, the English game is back. The Germans are back. Both divisions. Everybody started a little bit early this year because of World Cup. So busy times for everybody. It's good. It's good. So we all got our, our stuff to watch. But what's fun is even though all these leagues are playing again, MLS, LAFC, still doing good. You know, ACFC still getting crowds. We've got our base now, so and we're winning, so that's good too. So all good. Now, on top of what's going on on the field, uh, there was some news this week about a new signing. I'm going to throw this one to Tony. Denny Buanga uh, is now black and gold. What you got, Tony? What's the intel on this player? Um, He's uh, pretty much a 27-year-old striker, uh, our third DP. I don't know the money logistic wise because at this point we know he's getting a good amount of paycheck. And at the end of the day, we're just, we are getting more hired help um, from interviews leading up from after this. Cause again, this is where we missed the one, the Jackbox has and we announced him and everything like that. But from what Thorntine says, he says, we didn't want to not use this opportunity and like, like wait because we were trying to build a championship winning side and for on the future so again this is could be the replacement for Gavella could be a replacement for just short term with Bale as well so this could mean multiple championships with him excellent excellent yeah it's really going to be interesting to see how he fits in who gets the minutes who's going where is this a is this a sign that someone's leaving or multiple players are leaving we just don't know we just know that we have a lot of talent now and uh Dolo's got to figure it out Good stuff, though. And of course, uh, Thorington, he'll work his magic and we'll find a way. Um, everything I'm hearing about this player uh, is positives. I'm hearing good stuff. Uh, 
yeah, the tools are all there. He should be able to help us forward big time, big time. And really, there is no escape for teams. You go, oh, they'll go to the bench. Maybe things will get easier. It's only going to get harder. That's just how solid this team is this year. That's why it just seems like it's too much at this point, right? But it's never too much. We all know this. Let the league deal. Time for us to do something. Uh, so good on that. We got him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't like talking about Carson a lot, but I have to mention it. Um, the whole OC, SC shenanigans going down. Uh, congratulations to OCSC for surviving the moment. Um, good on you guys for showing up and uh, going to your count council and standing up for yourselves and fighting uh, the good fight. Um, I know here at the heart of LAFC, comments were definitely thrown out there. Thank you to BAM. Um, we fully support your fight, man. Uh, you got to support local. That's all that matters. As local as can get is better. Um, grassroots is the best. And anytime a, a big corporation goes in there and tries to basically take out academies, because the big picture is the academies and the youth development, tries to just take it out by the legs, it helps no one. It's not good for soccer. It's not good for football. You have to have your local team that you love. And, uh, yeah, what, what, what Carson did is, is not worthy of L.A., right? And we already know they're not. Uh, just, again, proving small club mindset with lots of money. Uh, regrettable i know they released a statement saying oh yeah yeah we're nice dude you, you had to back down um if it continues i mean really you want to be the evil empire good job you'll be the evil empire but uh good on good on ocsc and everybody involved for fighting this thing and getting it out there so all of us could could throw our two cents into it but uh yeah uh you know small club won the day good news uh also what's going on of course Y'all saw it. Uh, Araceli doing an amazing job in Minnesota, uh, going all-star week. Great interview with Ilya post-game. Great coverage throughout the week, hitting up just about every event. She was so busy, everybody. Um, hopefully, well, we will get her on for the next episode to talk about things. Um, she's driving home pretty much, trying to get home uh, as safe as possible. So safe travels, Araceli. We hope nothing but the best. Again, beyond thankful for what you've done for all of us, for the faithful, for the heart of LAFC. We're beyond thankful. Um, and great coverage. Again, I'm happy. Bam, you were digging it, right? It was a great interview. Um, I've watched it about three times, but yeah, the insights she got and all the all the footage that she put out from the MLS All-Star Week was amazing. Uh, yeah. Outstanding. Um, Ilya, as you know, is always an amazing interview. Uh, such an intelligent, intelligent individual. Uh, great player. Uh, always, you know, willing to, to listen, answer questions. Just class act. Um, so we're thankful to him. Um, to all you guys uh, that engaged, uh, that check it out, sent us the likes and all the love. Uh, we're, we're, you know, beyond happy and uh, we hope we can serve you as best we can going forward as well and get a few other fun things out for you. So, uh, yes, look out for that. Uh, the other thing that came out, the shoes. We talked about the shoes a little bit. We'll talk about it a little bit now. Uh, pre-sales, pre-sales everywhere. If you're in 3252, there's a pre-sale. If you're a LAFC season ticket holder, there's another pre-sale. Uh, it's going basically tomorrow we're getting released all over the place um this one looks like it might be a bigger break 
than uh than our other shoe releases which is good news maybe we're getting a lot more out there price point sounds good too so it's affordable right we're not looking at a hundred dollar shoes here people uh and uh like it or not i mean the design is super simple it's a proper skate shoe uh not something i'd be too afraid of getting beat up because dude it's canvas uh and it's a skate shoe so it's comfortable in the north end this is something i could actually wear on game day without dying after about 50 minutes because dude we're on the metal and on the rails for those of you this thing might be a good one for that it looks built for that so uh let's see how it plays out but uh, i know i'm going to be getting my shoes tomorrow as best to my ability that i can um i know these guys are going to want to jump in on this mix too so uh i know it's mixed reviews i do I like them because of simplicity. Uh, Tony, I'm not sure how much you love them. Uh, what's your take on those things? I'm a skater, so I love them. I'm getting two pair. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I as a skater, I, I always have two pair. ones to walk around with and another one to skate. And then, yeah, they're, the prices aren't even that bad, so it's not going to like break my bank again. I, I skate Vans. I've skated Nikes, and Nikes are dumb expensive when it comes to, like, even regular just team quote-unquote issued shoes so for a 60 dollar mm -hmm. price point that's affordable for not just skaters to skate but also lac the lac community because you know that 60 dollars is literally gas for a full tank for some cars or half a tank and everything so i don't see why not yeah it's, i'm the same with you man i want to i want to try to get a hold of a couple of them hopefully but i just think demand's gonna be really high this year um, just one going to feel lucky, you know, this time. And tr in truth, I've always worn skate shoes in the North end. I've never worn Sambas in the North end. I know what, um, yeah. I mean, the booze knits for me have always been the ones, you know, to do the job. And these ones seem like the sole and padding is going to be very similar to those. So I'm happy. I'm super happy. Bam. Are you digging those? Are we getting to ship those out to you, man? Um, I was talking to Tony yesterday, the white threads me off a little bit, the white soles, but seeing them more and more it is starting to grow on me a little bit so i'm pretty sure i'll probably try and snag a pair and get them shipped over and all that so there we go be interesting yeah it's very much old school i would have preferred black sole or even gum rubber that would be me but yeah as 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 uh tony just showed everybody white's pretty traditional in terms of the sole so well no, right it's a little more it's like yeah. my favorite traditional skaters ones. Like I said, like the white sole kind of just brings it out. So you know where the gum again, the most one that everybody loves are also the, the gum shoe one, which is more of a Brown. So it doesn't get as dirty, but it just kind of also gives you more of a casual look to walk around every day in that casual, like, you know, brunch kind of day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and day one song is the one behind this design. Um, there's some cool videos. I think we released one. The whole team behind it, I know Marcus is a genius. Pat, you rock, sir. Uh, we know the men behind this, uh, the guys that were that were, were getting the extra work in, creating like a skate, old school skate video, like just artistically the, the, the moves to get this out there, just pure class. Let's be honest. They just look great. Mm -hmm. um, you could call it artistic. I call it skilled. These guys have put it in work for so many years. They just got the vibe, man. They got the vibe. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, good luck to all of you. Happy hunting tomorrow. That is for sure. Tony. Um, did you see the uh, skater references to certain things in his past as well? 
in the video. In... Yeah, dude, it was it was a throwback, total throwback. No, there's so he talks about uh, cheese and crackers, which is a, a if you guys haven't seen this, I know this is a soccer po a football po podcast and everything like that, but again, growing up a skater in California and like knowing this, there's a there's a there's a skate video with uh, Chris Haslam and um, Day One Song. It's called Cheese and Crackers, and they're just all on just a mini rep, just tearing it up. If you want to ever want to go check it out, and it was kind of cool to see all those little like. If you look at everything, there's little like hints to his past and like skater history too. And the way they filmed it, it was a very old school formal one vibes. If you ever remember getting that video uh magazine before. Yeah, and 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 those of you that know Daywan Song goes to a ton of games. He is one of us. Uh he's definitely an LAFC supporter. So for him, it's a bit of a labor of love too, to be able to to get, you know, a connection to this. Uh so again, it just has the vibe. It has the LAFC vibe. So good and everybody involved with that. Uh, let's see what else we got. Bam, you got a rumor about seafood, don't you? Yeah, I've had a lot of my mates here in Australia that follow a certain uh, English side ask me about him because apparently they're after him. So the rumor is that you got Napoli, Brighton, Leicester, and Leeds chasing seafood right now. There are four teams in Europe that are after him at the moment. And from what I've found online, apparently um, Leeds have put in a between a 4.2 million euro and 6 million euro bid for him at the moment. So be interesting to see what happens there. You know, with with him playing with Bale now and all that, there's a lot more eyes on us. So I can see a lot more of these type of players leaving us quite soon. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, in truth, three years was always the plan, right? Get a guy in, have him peak in year two, sell him off before year three. I mean, that tends to be, you know, the normal run. Sifu's been here for a while, guys. Uh, probably a little longer than some had expected. So, you know, they got to get their return. Do we want to see him go? Heck no, man. Like he, he's killing it. This, this is his best year he's ever had for us. I don't want to see him go. I it would be it would be really rough to see him go to really affect the lineup. I mean, in truth, it would really damage us. Um, but if the, the number's right, and we've always said this, every guy's got a price, man. And if you hit that number, you can't deny it, especially if they blow it out of the water, you know you'd be crazy not to because now you have another opening to go with another player, right? You got, you got some weapons. So it, it's tough. It's really tough. Do I want to see him go? No, hundred percent. No. Uh, even if the price is right, I still don't want to see him go. I want to win a cup. That's all that matters to me. But if the club does it, sadly, I get it. I totally do. Uh, right, Bam. I mean, you've, you've seen this a million times. Definitely. Like do I want to lose him? No. Do I want him? Do I want him to leave so he can get better and become one of the top players in the world? Yes, it's it's at the stage where it's like, as good as LAFC is, has he hit his peak at LAFC, and does he have to go somewhere else to get higher and get better and all that kind of too? Because although we have great trainers, great training center, and all that kind of stuff, it's hard to compete against the lights over in Europe that have a little bit better. So it's at, it's at the stage where it's like, 
when is his peak in the MLS and when's the best to cash in to send him overseas? I mean, really, and then we're talking leads, right? I mean, that was the one, yeah. and we all know who's there, right? The American Revolution over there. Um, who knows, you know, Jesse knows MLS. He knows the guys that run this side. There's good relations there. Uh, there's trust there. And, yes, yeah, Sifu will hit a certain peak in this league, and that that's what he'll hit. You go to Leeds, it doesn't get any bigger. Bigger clubs, yes. But competition, that's pretty darn strong. Um, and they're going to be tough games. A lot of counters required in this. But the system is very similar. And that would be, in truth, a good fit. Will he get the minutes we want him to get? Now, nah, I mean, it's going to cut down hard for him. But what's the stealing at this point? There is none. Anything goes at that point. Could work for him. Could get him moved to even bigger club down the line. You know, you don't want to hold a player back for the sake of yourself sometimes, you know. And uh, never want to hold a guy back. If they, got the, if they need to be there, you know, money's right, you make it happen. So uh, good luck on, to him. But again, I hope he finishes the year with us first and then moves on. Uh, B-Rod rumors. Tony, I know you were hearing it. What have you got on that? So B-Rod is at the moment, they're, I believe, finalizing the deal. They say, of course, these are still rumors through the Twitter universe that he's going to Club America for about $6 million. So, again, we don't know until it's officially part of our history montage or America releases something quickly. But um, it kind of fits. He would kind of fit into that kind of side and the way they play. But, again, we won't know until he is gone and... At this point, I think it might be better for him to improve his career and see where he can do it somewhere else over there, and that kind of fits his style a little bit better too. Yeah, I think a move to Club America, he'd definitely play a different position for them. Something that looks more like what he would do with Uruguay. Um, they would definitely draw him farther back um, and give him a little more room uh, to attack. Uh, you know, For him, it would be more distribution than goal scoring, I think, in that club. So for him, it would probably help him progress. And he is in a mood, right, or in, in a place right now in his career. Uruguay is still a possibility at the World Cup. It's still a possibility. If he goes to a big club like Club America and it works because the system works and it fits, he might sneak his way into the World Cup. But here, if he's coming off the bench every week, right, the minutes are limited, he can't find a way in, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. So for him in a career sense, if this is real, I totally get it. Can't even argue it. I totally get it. Um, will we miss him? Yeah. But we've got other guys stepping up in that role now. We actually have other people doing the job that are probably doing it better than him, let's be honest. So if it's right, it opens up another DP slot, maybe one for Bale if he stays on next year, which sounds like could be a thing. You got to make a move. Um, then it makes sense. Uh, Bam, your assessment on this? Do you think they think there's real smoke between uh, with this fire? Is it is it something really happening? What are, what are be, you thinking? I'd be surprised if it's not happening, to be honest. Like the from what I've been reading, it's um, we keep 20% off sell on fees. So we'll see what happens there. And from what I was just seeing online was it's a contract to 2026. So that's a 
decent contract is apparently going to sign him on. So, look, V-Rod, when he first came here, bit of a drama queen. V-Rod, when he went, when he, when he went to Europe, got a reality check, came back, different player. And I, yeah. the way he came back, he's grown to me and I really do like him and I really want to see him, see him succeed. Whether he succeeds staying here with us or goes overseas, or goes down to Mexico, we'll see what happens. But if he does go, I wish him nothing but the best. Agreed. I agreed. Um, very different player now since that European adventure, you could say. Um, he needed the humbling, in truth. Does he finish the way we want him to? No. Maybe it's just because of where he's fit in and it doesn't fit, you know. Um, does he move the ball well? Does he pressure? Does he distribute? Yeah, he does all those things. He does a lot for us. He pressures when he needs to defensively. He he plays his role. Exactly what Dolo wants from him. He's evolved as a player. So we'll see. I'm with you, Bam, on that. Again, nothing but the best. Honestly, when our alums go, yeah, I mean, when they succeed, we succeed, right? They're, they're a story. They help the next guy get sold. They help the next guy move on. So, yeah, good on him. We'll see what happens. Tony, you feeling good or bad about it or just like, all right, let's make this happen. It's a very weird situation because again, um, my, I'm going to say this for my, my, my first ever love for a club besides um, LAFC and following them closely was America. And so it's like, I am kind of not losing him at the same time, but gaining him at a different club. But it's it's going to be best for him in general, and it's going to be and it's going to probably play this like like we've been saying. It's like it's, it's in the Mexican. He plays more of a Latin American style, and as much as our team is very Latin American, um, Dolo has a very kind of a American Europeanish mixture coaching style. So I think it would probably be beneficial for him more to just go to. Like I said, America, and he's going to be do brighter, bigger, brighter things, and it also leaves a spot open for a someone to fill in that spot, or maybe, or maybe there's something in the works further future on that we're who we're bringing in to kind of replace him. Which brings us to the next rumor. I finally see the name down here. Um, according to Alan Holcomb on Twitter, uh, that, that's where this comes from. Is a player by the name of. Ladij Male. I don't know if you guys saw the rumors there. Uh, <laughs> understand he's playing in the Slovakian league, a left winger. Um, could this be right? Um, right, high possibility. Bam. Um, from what I found is he's without a club at the moment. His contract finished um, July first. Seeing some photos online right now with him with uh, Vela. Him with Greeny, him with him with Bale, you know, in LFC training gear. So to me, with it's, a pen and a paper, yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, it's it's one and done. Some of his stats um, that I've that I find out from all seasons is he's played forty one games with three goals, three assists, and one yellow. So he's he's fairly young. He's um. Born in Mali, but uh, I believe he's represent might be representing um, 
Mauritania, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Mauritius. Yeah. With that, I mean, I don't see this as a like for like change. Um, he seems more developmental than anything else. That's a project yeah. player. I, uh, I guess Poku is the can... real replacement. I mean, realistically. Yeah. Well, I, I did find out a Poku is following him on Instagram. So I can, I can also see this is a signing for the for next year for the MLS next for next yeah uh, I expect this, I expect to see a lot more of these young signings for the MLS next tournament so this is something um this is progress right another young player another project player we've done pretty well with our project players not gonna lie uh who knew a poku before he became a poku here right um we do this we discover guys we make them stars you look at the lineup Yes, you have your established stars, but you got the others, you know. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. Um, again, with Buanga, people will be moving around. Are you going to put Bale on the left and Vela on the right? Like, it, it's, yeah, competition's there. So if B-Rod goes, the weapon's already in place. Um, and now you have someone else. So, yeah, B-Rod sounds pretty real, guys. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I'm not saying it's happening, but... Boy, it looks like it's happening. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I think that's what we got for rumors. There's a lot of stuff. About 30 minutes of stuff to talk about. It's been pretty wild of all the stuff going down um, before we actually get to talk about football, football. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's cool to have all this wild stuff going on. I'm I'm happy with it. Right, Bam? Uh, I, I love it. Like, I love hearing certain rumors and just digging deep, trying to find out more about the player. I love doing that. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, so it brings us to the <laughs> very entertaining RSL match. I know we're going back in time. We jump around like a Tarantino movie sometimes. Um, but we're going back into the football. So we played RSL over the weekend. Um, probably the best result you could imagine. Right off the bat, we'll just say it. It can't get much better than this. Uh, but, you know, uh, you're still going on the road. Still going to a little bit of altitude, going into a house that's not always been kind to us. We've had some good games there, but can be trouble for teams, can be a bit of a trap, and they are not a bad side. Don't write them off. You know, we knew that going in, but we, of course, know what we have as weapons. I keep saying it. It's just this team is so deep. So we go into it. Um, looking at the lineup for this, I don't think anybody was shocked with the Poku, Orango, and Vela up top. Wow, what a surprise there. Um, Acosta, Sanchez, and Cifuentes, uh, Palacios, Chiellini, Murillo, Escobar, and Max in the back. Like, straight up standard lineup. I think this is the standard. I think it finally got to the point where Escobar, minus the transfer rumor tweets that he was throwing out there, um, which was kind of funny, right? That was kind of hilarious. Um, he's the starter now. I don't think there's any question. He's healthy. He's in the lineup. He's the guy. He's the guy you trust on the right side. Uh, not bad news for Hollingshead because he's still going to get his minutes. It just means that he gets to be a little more utility and, in truth, healthy. Both of them because uh, he can limit their minutes. So this is the lineup. I, You know, I, I can't think of a better one outside of when Bale's ready to start. Win. Win. Uh and I know Bam's ready to chomp at the bit for this one. I'm just going to throw it to you now, man. Since we're talking about the lineup, you heard the comments. 
you have the floor, sir. You, I know you want to, <laughs> to fire off. Is this the time? Do you want to do it now? No, I'm, I'm going to be restrained. Um, when Bale is ready to start, I don't think he starts. Right now, why mess with a front three that's winning us games? Imagine you're the opposition. Bale doesn't start. You got to worry about when Bale comes in. He comes in the 60th minute. He's got 30 minutes of full blown running at you. Are you going to stop that for 30 minutes? Of course not. <laughs> at the moment, you've got Opoku, Chicho, Vela starting. They're winning games. They're scoring goals. Why break that up? Yeah, it's plain and simple. You see people go, why isn't Bale starting? Why isn't Bale starting? He doesn't need to. We're good enough to, we're so good he doesn't need to start. If we were going on a five-game losing streak, then yeah, start him. But we're not. So why bother? Simple questions. Are we winning? Yeah, it's about football. Is the player happy? He looks pretty darn happy to me. So I don't think there's a minutes issue at hand. If there was, if there was a beef, I get it. I get the anger. But he seems perfectly happy playing the role of super sub and closer at this moment. I'm not saying two weeks from now, but at this moment, he seems very happy. Um, so forcing him to go into play, you know what would happen? You force him in, he gets hurt. Then why did they play him? That's the next thing, right? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So exactly. you play it safe. You, you yeah. look at it, go, you got him either starting against people that are starting as well, so they're 100% ready to go, or you bring him in when he's 100% and they're at 60%. Yeah. Yep. For a, a player, <laughs> with that player with that talent that can beat you at 100% but destroy you when you're at 60%, why not bring him in when he can destroy you? You know, in the playoffs – not a lot of goals usually fall, right? And you bring in a guy that's almost certain to, to do something out there. It's the cheat code. This is the cheat code. He doesn't mind it. As long as his uh, enough minutes are in for him to be ready for the World Cup, he's going to be totally cool with this. He'll build up. There will be games he starts. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But, man, why do you want to blow a start on the road, right? He's going to want to do it at home. That's just also the drama, too. So, yeah, be patient. It's going to happen. Enjoy the wins, people. It's okay to have fun, even when your team's top of the table. It's okay to have fun. Try it. It's cool. Be happy with what you got. Um, looking at the lineup for Salt Lake, I, again, pretty typical, pretty typical. Uh, they played the 4-2-3-1, as we suspected. They were going to flood that midfield. Up top was Julio. Uh, you had Miram on the left, Cordova in the middle, Savarino is your on the right. Your defensive mids, it was uh, Ruiz and uh, Lofosend. Yeah, crazy German name, right? Um, and then back line was Silva and Glad in the middle. Poor Glad, we'll talk about him later. Um, Herrera on the right, Brody on the left, McMath in the back. No real surprises to this lineup. This is what they got, man. This is the best they can do. So here we go. It didn't take long for things to get very uh, effective for LAFC, right, Tony? No, it did not. It was literally the ninth minute that it, it everything just started going our way. With honestly, we had two goals of the game of the week. I would say maybe like a 
one is more the opportunity for goal of the year. And I'm going to say this is the one. So in the ninth minute, uh, off a free kick from Velop, he whips it into the air to RSL's defenders clearing out in the middle of the box, which finds Ilya, and he, like, with a quick one-shot uh, one uh, that deflects off Sifu and a couple RSL players to Chicho and Kilini. And in that same moment, Kilini tries to, like, like bang it in really hard, but Ch- uh, Chicho decides to kind of, like, cross it over his body, like, on the floor, and then just kind of back heels it into the goal to put us up um, 1-0. Dude, <laughs> that goal. I mean, that that's the definition of confidence right there, right? Mm-hmm. That That's just pure Chicho confidence. This is a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. Of course, it gets kind of interesting quick, right, Tony? Yes, 12th minute. Um, Brody finds space in the middle of the, the defense. He found this wide opening in the middle, um, dribbles into it, uh, finds Cordova in the right in front of the box he does a quick little turn and slots it into the goal and makes it even at the 12th at the 12th minute so it was kind of right. a breakdown of the the kind of the uh defensive presence in just the midfield and it was kind of like there's this gap he saw it took opportunity but again to do the turn and not have someone on his back to kind of like put pressure on him was also a very huge mistake yeah, he hit it just right, just low enough to be just out of Max's range. Um, I think Max was even surprised a little bit of, about it. You know, you would think a little bit of elevation might happen on the spin. It didn't. He did really well um, with what he had to do. And they kept us honest. That's exactly what they did. Came back, kept us honest. But you can't keep a good club down. Mm-hmm. Um, 17th minute, what happens next? Um, Bella on a pretty much Vela in in play whips it into Chicho but and he Chicho gets a touch on the ball can't control it he goes it bounces between Opoku and a couple of defenders that are trying to get him it slots into to to find Acosta and, sh- and he shoots on the outside and we're back uh, up by a goal there was ever a player on this side that needed a goal it was that player Acosta critically needed that really he's doing the work He's doing the work, but yeah, you want to see him get on the board. It's good for confidence. It, it, it It's all the way around. It's something that we need um, from him too. I think some were expecting a little more from him on that side of the ball. Um, fortunate. We got this one. We can move on. Um, outside of that, the rest of the first half, a little bit of back and forth, some moments, but nothing too nervy, I would say. Um, second half gets a little more interesting. Uh, much, much more interesting. So uh, second half goes up until, what, the 60th minute? That's the next time we have a real highlight moment. Uh, Tony, what happens there? Ele recovers the ball in RSL territory. Um, it was a quick, like, they were so close to each other, so it was a little, uh, pa- Ele passes this is to Acosta, who, who passes to Chiki, who finds Opoku, and Opoku takes off running down the left wing and, like, Cross passes into the middle and finds uh, Chicho t- to put to put it away for his brace for the game. At that point, I must ask, why are we trying to sell this guy? If we are, and I'm like, really? At this point, cut that off, man. Stop, um, stop with the rumors. 
Um, because mm-hmm. dude, this guy, we're crazy if we move him. I don't mm-hmm. care what the price. Don't move this man. Uh, Bam, your impressions on that beautiful goal? It it was it was really nice goal. Um, no doubt about that. The the passes that that were doing, especially the Poku pass into the middle, was pinpoint perfect. To get past two defenders was amazing. And a textbook, right? Ilya makes the recovery. Well, that's what he does best, right? I mean, it's just really the typical, hey, look, the system got us one. Flawless. Good. Beautiful. Of course, there's a little more madness that goes on in this game that we <laughs> obviously titled the show about. I know we didn't put the minute in there, but uh, somebody plays four-dimensional chess. Let's just say that. And we're loving every minute of it, um, seeing Chiellini be Chiellini um, at his finest. I'm sorry, but to me, that was flawless football. You know the rules of the game. That is the most professional foul I can imagine in the moment. Uh, Way better than just a shirt tug. That was fantastic. Uh, Throwing up the hands, doing your best volleyball player impression. Um, And then quickly, you know, what the ball hadn't hit the ground yet, and he's already lobbying for his survival. Like, I know what it did, but you know it's just a yellow card. Just fantastic. Like, this is, again, his brain moves at another level, guys. It's really fun to watch. Um, Just the trickery of Chiellini. It's outstanding. Bam, you want to have a good laugh, so I'm going to throw this one to you, man, because that is is beautiful. If you sat down with someone that's never watched a game of football before, show them that sort of play, they'll be like, what the hell happened? (laughs) You just got to turn around and say, that's what playing so many years of top flight football does. It makes you mind that so much better. He knew he was going to get beaten on the run. He knew it was going to end up with a two attackers, one defender, and a keeper. He knew that. Best way to stop that? Yellow card. Sure, I'll copy yellow card for that. He knew it was a yellow card offense. No one near a red card offense. No. Seeing all the all the crying online about it is just pure gold. I saw someone saying he should be deported from the country for that. Should be kicked out of MLS and deported for that. Right? That's football, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you got to Okay. You want to win a championship? You want to win a championship? You got to do the things the other guys aren't willing to do. Exactly. That's you've one got of to, those. You've got to know yeah. where to bend the rules, where to make the rules happen in your favor. Plain and simple. The rules are simple. You get a foul for that. You get a yellow card. You're like, why is it not a red? One, he wasn't the last man. Two, he was pretty high up uh, in the opposing team's half. He's going to get hit for that. Um, did it hurt? Did it kill their play? Yeah, but how many other times do you see a guy obstructing their player out of an overlap? Nobody thinks twice about that. You're cool with that. What makes any difference? Because it was the ball. Hey, that's the game. Know the game. Be smart about it. Yes, an intelligence but, we all love. That being said, though, with that, I do have to say, if we've used our subs and Max gets sent off, I know who are wanting goals. He's got safe hands. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. 
in the hands of Chiellini. Yep. If we use use our five subs and Max gets sent off for a red card, put Chiellini in goals. I'll be happy with that. He'd be diving across, smiling while doing it. Remember, everything he does comes with a smile, and it's just and a high five for everyone around him. It's just again quickly becoming one of the most loved players we've ever had in a very short time, just because it's the Chiellini vibe, man. Just beautiful, just beautiful things. All right, so that happens. Then we have substitutions. Yes, Chiellini comes out. That's just by design. Of course, that substitution where you're seeing B-Rod and just, oh, look at the three horsemen coming in. It, it, it It's it's uh, <laughs> the most unfair substitution I've seen in a very long time, <laughs> uh, but a beautiful thing. Uh, subs happen. We get to about the 87th minute. And y'all get to lose your minds because you get reminded of a player's uh, earlier career and he's giving you a flashback moment. And I'll throw that to, to you, Tony. Break that bad boy down and then we're going to celebrate. Pretty much Bale has somewhat of a Copa del Rey vibes. Is when I say Copa del Rey vibes, it's against Barcelona where he takes a defender down the field, down the wing, and just pretty much takes it all the way from from half field all the way to the end but on this one it's uh, it's not really half field it's a little he's in the rsl's territory but takes on two defenders takes his pace and sees how much different pace his is compared to what an mls defender is mind you he still has to get past two of them and then still have and then still check in into the goal and score another beautiful goal and again if people were saying like it wasn't a golasso or anything. It's again, you still have to have the skill, the touch, and the finish to make that goal work. I think they don't think it looks like a golasso because he made it look so darn easy. But there was nothing easy about that play. How many times did he step over the ball on a full run? Watch the touches. They're bizarre. Like, you know, there's there's a couple touches where you would feign like you were gonna go through the guy. It did look a couple times, which, of course, kills the defender's speed and ability to react just because he touches it from weird angles. The ball doesn't change, but his area of contact does on a run. It's wild to watch. Break that one down, slow it down, and just enjoy the skill that this man has. Is it the greatest goal? No, no, but it's clever, and clever is good. Both key players in this game, it was clever stuff that really changed things. Actually, every guy was throwing up clever stuff. I mean, you look at Chicho earlier. There's a flair here. There's something different. And the fact that he came around him and then decided, you know what, I'm not going to pass this thing off. I can break it. And he did. Give it to him, man. He's putting, you know, there's putting himself at risk. He could have easily gotten hacked on the play. Kind of expected it after that, that situation. Glad is not a throwaway defender. Other people are like, well, he's just an MLS defender. No, 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 no. Glad is a good defender. But he caught Bale fresh, <laughs> and he didn't have a chance. I mean, as Bam says, he caught, he caught him fresh. Um, so good luck with that. Um, and there were two there. The trailing defender didn't even find a way into the play. It just, again, am I losing my mind? No, I'm just enjoying beautiful football from my club. And that that's that's what this is about, is we're not only winning, but we're winning in style. And if you can't be happy with that, they can't make you happy. The whole, are you not entertained? I'm entertained. Right, Bam? Are you not entertained? Oh, it's absolutely amazing. And I'm going to say now, what B-Rod did during that run was perfect as well. 
he made Herrera make a decision. Do I go, do I stay on B-Rod? Do I back into cover the goals or do I go out to bail? Had to make him think. He made himself, made himself clear so that if Bale needed to pass to him, he could have, and it would have been an open goal. So for yeah. me, what b did during that was also great footballing. I mean, the defender had to make the choice of basically let the keeper take on the shooter. Like, that simple. That simply ran. The B-Rod did a good run. You're on it, um, which is something that we'll miss with B-Rod if he leaves. Uh, but in this moment, we have him. He's happy. The hug after the game was hilarious. Um, but all good on everybody, man. Again, I, I can't complain too much about these type of matches. It's a 4-1 destruction on the road. Uh, that is, that's, that's a kill, guys. I know they had a couple post shots. I get it. We've had a lot more post shots this year, so that's just how things go. But it happened. It worked. It was the right thing. Um, it, it fit. It just shows, again, that we're ready for this weekend play charlotte who allows about three goals a game lately um and and we're moving so it's good news all right so that brings us of course to the top three right bam and and who really stood out to you in this game which these are getting really hard to do i'm just gonna it's really hard because you can pick like six or seven so bam what is the uh the fam think what was the uh black and gold family think right now the fam that they were really on a Chicho this round Chicho, everyone gave Chicho three plain and simple um second best was acosta and then um palacios got the third best so the top three from the fans was Chicho, acosta palacios um bell got a couple of mentions really got a couple of mentions Ilya got a couple of mentions like if you if you go through it like there's 21 votes for um 21 points for Chicho, eight for Acosta in second. So massive, massive difference there. Wow. So okay. For, for Araceli, because she tweets hers through like everyone else, um, she went three votes for Chicho, two votes for Ilya, and one vote for Bale. I went three votes for Chicho, two votes for, for Acosta, and because of that smart play, I gave one vote to Kilini. You know, Hey, there it is. So uh, I'll throw mine in. I'm going to give the full measure to Chicho. He's deserved it. He keeps deserving it. Uh, I am going to give number two to none other than Giorgio Chiellini. Why? Because look how effective he is in the back as well. Throughout the entire game, when he's out there, we're we're solid. Um, and then to, to do the the four-dimensional chest, that just, just adds to the mix. and makes me happy um and then the last one i'm gonna give to bail and you're like yeah but we had the win no he sealed it um and he did something he was asked to do you come in as the sub you create counters you keep their defense honest in this case he bagged an insurance goal so i give him that um again doing the job so those are my three choices for this week again i could have thrown Ilya. i really wanted to throw Ilya on there um for doing what he does and you know the unsung work but yeah, I'll go with the stars this week. Uh, Tony, where are you at, man? I'm going to be so different than everybody at this moment. I was like, I wonder if the, it's Ilias for three um, because he just was creating everything always in the right place at the right time for throughout the whole game, and we're going to need that moving forward. Um, Kilini for keeping the defense 
for as number two for keeping the defense honest, making the smart plays, knowing the rule books, knowing that what he does, he knows what he, to expect from the foul and what the foul should be. And my last one is Apoku because he, again, without him, he was always, again, for those two goals, one for Acosta, he was there battling to try to find, like kind of pop it out and then get to Acosta. The other one, of course, the assist. So this is like my first time not giving any goal scorers a one, but it's, again, we have to now get the dirty work to the players that need to move forward because we're going to be scoring a bunches at this moment in time. And again, coming from off the bench on the field or the starters, it's, we don't know who's going to score enough, but now it's going to be moving forward. Who's going to put in the dirty work when it comes time during MLS playoffs. And of course we got another goal off the bench. Let's just throw that out there. So if you want to add to the record, keep adding to the record. Um, I'm with you, man. Like I said, it's impossible. They're just so good right now. It's, it's really hard to just pick a three, you know, and none of us are mentioning Vela. Right. And you saw what he did out there. Madness. Um, bam. Did you give your three? No, right? We need your three. Yeah, I gave my three. I gave my three. Okay. I, yeah. I did uh Chicho Acosta Chiellini. There we go. All right. So this brings us to the reactions from you guys. I see so many comments tonight. I mean, we have to jump in, right? We we'd be fools not to. So uh let's Throw this up to the fam. I think we're going to get a good hodgepodge here, so this is going to be fun. Uh, let's throw that in uh, all the way to back in time to Daniel on hell. Uh, hands up. See what you did there. Definitely. Uh, we have Anthony Bermudez. He says, question, I'll be at Saturday's game. It will be my first time at 32.52. I just wanted to ask, are they assigned seating or could you sit wherever you want? It ain't assigned seating. Get there early, secure your spot. Um, I'd say be mindful of where supporter groups kind of hit their base camps because that's where their flags and drums and all the other fun stuff is. Just got to be kind of mindful of that as well. Um, link up with a supporter group at the tailgate ahead of time, and that'll help as well. Um, that way you can go in with whoever you choose at that point because you've been hanging out, man. Um, that's always good to build the family. So... Anthony, definitely have a good time with 3252, but definitely join us at the tailgate. Say hi. Um, let's do this, man. Stuff to celebrate. You're at the game. Uh, Anthony also says none of the news, club news. Yeah, B-Rod deal to, to, to Club America. That rumor's happened for a while. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Daniel also backed the Noah signed seating. Um, <laughs> thank you, Daniel, for this. He's giving the, the heads up of the rules of the North End. So love this. He says, ground rules are as follows. No phone usage. No sitting on the rails. Make noise and be loud. And don't throw micheladas or cups. Beer showers encouraged, though. Just hold on to the cups. And don't be that moron in the second deck throwing stuff down on people. Like you think you're better than this or something. Um, trust me. We will find you if you keep that up, man. Um, don't pick a fight from, from up on top of the second deck, dude. Not cool. It's happened. I know. It's lame. Uh, be cool, guys. Enjoy the boy sh the beer showers. Keep the micheladas in your cup. Keep your cup. Um, simple as that. Or else Tony's going to give you, like, the nastiest look in the history of nasty looks. Um, and uh, he don't want to do that. He wants to celebrate, too. Reasons to celebrate, people. Um, and there could... Uh, I'll, yeah, and there could be a lot of beer showers this week. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, 
with you, Daniel, man. Good stuff. Throwing that out there, everybody. Uh, Wolf is in the mix. Good seeing you, Wolf. Ox is in the mix as well. Good there. Uh, he said, oh, Daniel says, I thought someone say the fee for Denny was uh, less than five mil. Uh, that was reported, but can't remember where. I, I saw it was around the five mil, the 4.9 to five mil mark. So, Okay. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Ox says they aren't that bad, and the price is even better. Talking about the shoes, of course. Uh, as much as I love the Sambas, don't mind paying less. Dude, love paying less. Let's be honest. In this world where things cost so much, these shoes are less than a tank of gas, people. Really? Until the exchange, until the exchange rate, rate hits, then it's not that great. Then it's not. Then it's not. Uh, Ox says official release is on Saturday, isn't it? Uh, season ticket holders, check your emails, right? There's something going on. Season ticket holders, and yeah, that's about it. Okay, there's, there's something out there, so check your emails, people. Um, Ox says, we all know Sifo won't be with us next season. Or this, we don't know. Uh, we just know he's too good at this point, and if the price is right, the price is right. Uh, Daniel says, I do think 6 million euros might be a little low. It could be hold out for more, especially if he balls out at the World Cup, which looks like he's going to make his way to the World Cup. So this is one of those cool, fun, unique years where the market is going ahead of the World Cup rather than after it, which is just bizarre. But that, again, this is a once-in-a-lifetime situation, people, where you have a crazy market because of a Winter World Cup. So whatever is happening right now, I know, oh, the MLS are getting... Dude, we're getting it because we have a Weird World Cup. Be real. But take advantage of it. That's how business works. Right? And then after the World Cup, it's going to be interesting because you have another window opening there, and it's a quick, quick hit. You're going to see a lot of impulse buys from the World Cup, and it's going to be very entertaining because some are not going to pan out, and that's going to be funny to watch. Uh, Bam's looking at me like, yeah, every year. Yeah, World yeah, Cup, you see yeah. some funny dudes step up. Yeah. And especially yeah, with the World Cup starting a day earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, they broke the schedule? Yeah. Uh, yeah. FIFA for the win. Can't get a schedule right. Can't sell beers. Good on you guys. Well done, boys. As long as, uh, club, as, long as clubs can afford them and to pay them, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um, or have to dump your, your kids to teams that aren't so hot right now and trying to steal stadiums. You know, you know how that goes. <laughs> Ox, it's a must to win the cup this year. Uh, our team is once again geared up with a good squad. We can't go another season with a good squad and come out short. I mean, dude, I, we're built for it. We're building for it as new faces come in. I don't think anyone would tell you otherwise that this is the year we're we're, we're pinning for. I, I, there's no question. Spending is there. The words are there. You hear John Thorrington. This is it. This is the make it year. This has to happen. That simple. This is the one. Don't say it's for next year. And if it doesn't happen, oh, next year. No, 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 no. This is it. Excuses are dead now. There ain't none. It's out of the way. If we stay healthy, we have to make a run. Simple. Uh, get off my lawn says we have to win the cup before we start losing key players. Our dream team. This is dude. This is as high as it gets talent wise for an MLS side. You can't get better than this. You really can't. Um, they have to perform. They have to execute. Sorry, but that's life. 
right? Coming for the big team, got to make the results. Uh, Hector says, wouldn't it be best for Sifu to be sold after World Cup? I would agree. And we'd get more money probably too if he does well over there. But this world is interesting, really. Uh, let's see. Get off my lawn, says, finally, B-Rod is leaving. <laughs> I like him, see a ton of potential. But with his performance and injury, I don't see him as needed for LAFC. Underwhelming performance since the start. The fact that he's a designated player and can't break full minutes, I mean, there's really no other excuse. Uh, you have to make sense of this. So, right, there it is. Uh, LFC Edge says people saying it should be eight million, but honestly, I feel six million and a twenty percent is a fair offer. It's too bad we are taking a loss with having him for three years and not a lot of progress. Uh, I can see the money going down a good amount. Well, I mean, the investment is that twenty percent uh sell-on deal. Um, so we're gambling again. Such is life. Um, but again, what are you gonna get next year? You know, it's just it's got to be right. Uh, Daniel says Bill's contract extensions for a DP, so something would uh, got to give to keep the Welshman in black and gold. Well, B Rod moving would be that moment. That would be the move. That would be your statement of intent. And we go into another another playoffs with two DPs. <laughs> like it's the LAFC way. Um, aren't they but, aren't they changing the yeah. DPs for next season though? Yeah. So the thought is what two more right Tony? yeah yeah so yeah so from three to if we're adding so it'd be now technically five dps per team um but we'll see i know they were so in talks about it it could be next year it could be in two years but who knows let's hope it's next year let's have fun people um yeah, it, it, they just program put one yeah. next, one next year and the one the year after that's good one and one one anyone that's fine or they do one and then one young dp right they that, that funky one too so we'll see we will see uh but gotta keep bail on it's the show man uh lsc edge i think they may have overpaid for him since he was so unproven rossi at two million was a steal they were both gambles that's what they were um again i wouldn't want to play at a table with john thorrington because he looks like a guy that would throw a bluff out there i'm just saying he looks like a guy that'll calculate things out and make a move. Uh, yeah, they gambled. One totally paid off. One, not so much. Um, that's football. How many other teams have had bad deals? A lot of them break teams, but this isn't one that would break us. So, yeah. Wolf says, "I would I miss B-Rod? Nah. But it is what it is. Wishing the best either way. Uh, Daniel says, Edge, if the selling is really that big, maybe the price is right. Yeah, I guess it's the gamble. It's the gamble. Uh, let's see. Ox is talking smack about America. Club America people, not the country. Um, <laughs> Bam is a journalist from Ox. That was beautiful, too. Ah, Daniel. Uh, what do you mean it couldn't be better than this? 516 one could be better. Yeah, but that's like FIFA numbers, man. That's not, you know, 4-1 in a road match. Winning by three goals on the road, I mean, that's Wonderland stuff. It's beautiful. Yes, we could win six. We could win seven nothing. We want to talk about ridiculousness, right? But three is a good butt kicking. Um, feel happy about a three-goal lead going out. Going out. Uh, that's good. That's good. As far as I'm concerned, anytime you lose by three, you got your butt kicked. That's that number, you know, the difference between 
falling short and and uh, getting owned. It's three goals. It really is. Uh, Daniel says, could you elaborate on Franco Esquire transfer tweets? I mean, he was doing some funky stuff. Um, you could look on his Twitter. It was a little funny about a, I think he had like a, an hourglass and it was around the transfer deadline. So it was pretty funny that he was throwing it out there, but there's nothing to it. Um, uh, I think he was just having fun. That's all that was. Uh, let's see. Carlos says, does LAC really need another winger? I still think we need another central attacking midfielder. Midfield pass is getting pretty sloppy as soon as Vela comes out and he's not controlling the flow of the game. We've, I think we've said this for the last, I don't know, six months, right, Bam, that we wanted a central attacking midfielder to come in. I mean, it's been kind of the constant. Pretty much, yeah. Northwest. Um, I thought we'd get one this summer. It didn't quite happen. Am I mad? Nah, because look at the other weapons we got. But it could be better. I'm with you. I'm with you there. We, uh, we, could, be, we could be waiting for the mid for the European midseason one after the World Cup because you probably find all these players are going to go buy this one that succeeded and then go, why do I do this one? We could sweep in and get them on the cheap. Or, you know, Barcelona has to dump their entire roster because they can't afford to play anymore. I don't know. Yeah, thing, crazier things have happened. So fire sale, people, fire sale. Um, Hector Gonzalez, you also don't want to push Valley. Played Tuesday. We have a game sat Saturday and Tuesday. I think it wouldn't hurt to start Bale on Saturday to have him play 60. Again, I want to see him debut a start at home. I'm greedy like that. And if it's against Charlotte, the uh sieve of the league, so be it. So be it. Um, I'm good with that, but again, they're gonna play it safe. So, like Bam shaking his head, he's right, Bam. You're like, nah. <laughs> I can see him starting the game after against. Yeah. It's a it's a midweek game. It'll get more people in for a midweek game, and it's after a even shorter turnaround. So, if anything, he doesn't start this game. He starts the game after. I'm just. I'm super happy we're playing <laughs> DC United after Charlotte. Like these aren't like the juggernauts of the league right now. So it's kind of good. If you're going to condense the schedule, you'd play kind of sub 500 sides, right? Um, that's not a bad thing to happen. Uh, <laughs> Daniel says the goal was a chef's kiss from Chicho. Agreed. Uh, get off my line says, I'm so proud to have friends who strictly only watch Euro footy ball. Him interested in watching uh, MLS now that Bale is here. But with that comes its challenges. It be, can become a spectacle. I mean, at home, it has become a spectacle already. Let's be honest, people. Um, yeah, I mean, those guys come and go. He leaves, they leave. We already have seen that a million times with the other teams. Um, the nice thing is we've been blessed at LAFC to build our club up the real way, natural way before bringing in superstars. Um, so we already have this strong supporter base. We have things in place where Bale leaves, they don't leave. We stay on. Um, because it's our team it's our black and gold um yeah so that's good but you know what here's a beautiful thing you take someone to a game could be the euro snob type um could be somebody who's only really watched youth soccer and they get that first experience of the bank and now they become a lifelong fan and that honestly everyone i've taken to a game that's in that realm of well you know we'll check it out all of a sudden it's like they're buying a jersey that night like they're in and so, yeah, it's 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 one of those things. This is the greatest team that convert people to MLS. That is for certain. 
Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Daniel says, I'm glad that Tony mentioned the fact that Chicho st stole that goal. <laughs> Not mad, though. Goal either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy up front needs the numbers, right? They need the numbers. So I get it. Carlos uh, says, uh, Arsenal caused our defense some real problems. If they had a good finisher, that game would have been a total shootout. Yeah, I mean, they had some post shots, right? They had some misses. They did have some chances. Um, imagine if Giorgio doesn't make that play and they, they, they scale back a second goal there. Now we're in a, yeah, we are in another shootout right on that moment. Yeah. It's not a perfect match, but it closed out pretty darn well. Um, we'll take it jobs to win the games. Um, but yeah, there were, there were some openings. I think there's moments where Escobar kind of, kind of has some issues on his end. Um, there were some sketchy times it's being watched. That's for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more, more Segura as this thing develops. So we'll, 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 we'll find our way. Uh, yes. Chiellini volleyball. There we go. Get off my own. Throws that in there. <laughs> Historic yellow card by King Kong. There it was 69th minute. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I think they call him King Kong. like in, in Juve, right? I mean, that's kind of his other nickname. So if we're bringing that over, that's cool. I think somebody, already made that banner might be chila right i think he did it uh that's right so sin filtro boys uh kind of created that banner good on them for doing it uh let's see edge giving his props to chiellini gotta happen gotta happen uh mark mark's in the mix mark lopez he says that belgo looked like a damn video game defenders glitching i know our current attack is working but I want more bail. It's like they couldn't figure out the arrows on their two defenders, man. It was, it was fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> good stuff, dude. Uh, Carlos says, I don't know about you guys, but it feels so good be, to be the most hated team in MLS again. Uh, I was mentioning this to, to Ray from D nine the other day, uh, talking about this team and talking about 3252's rise. Cause sometimes us old farts like to reminisce on things. And I mentioned to him, he agrees, you can't make history without ruffling a few feathers. You just can't. You can't make a change unless you rustle feathers. And guess what? This team is doing it right now because others can't figure out how to do what we do. They can't figure us out. They can't figure out the numbers on their side or they just aren't, you know, they're, 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 their front offices just aren't imaginative enough to make it happen. And so... Yeah, people getting mad. They're getting jealous. Jealousy's fine. That's another thing. You're the front runner, so of course target's on your back. Uh, Chiellini is a villain. Man smiles too much to be, be a villain. He's a hero. Bad to me. To me. Uh, get off my lawn. Uh, they hate us because they ain't us, right? Oh, Carson, yeah, we heard we saw that stadium nonsense. It's funny stuff. Uh, good question. Get off my line. It says, when does Buanga start? Don't know, man. Um, we shall see, but I'm not sure. I'm really not. Uh, Bam, have you heard anything? No, I have not heard anything, unfortunately. I mean, we remember how long it took to get bail ready to go, even though we had him. Uh, work permits take forever. Oh, my gosh, they take forever. It's really ridiculous how long it takes here. Um, player certificates, all that movement to get things just right to get a player. And then on top of it, getting him into training, getting him up into the shape to, to play like in the starting lineup, um, getting him used to the system. 
it's a process, man, and I just don't know how quickly they want to do it, and they're not going to hurry him. They don't have to. That's the luxury of LAFC. Nobody has to be hurried back into the lineup. You can take all the time in the world because, hey, we're winning. And so when you do that, you get this. Uh, Wolf, uh, Chicho Acosta, Chiellini was his choices. Good stuff. Uh, Carlos C, serious questions for everyone. Should Dolo be concerned about Ilya wearing down considering how many minutes he's been playing? He is concerned, and we made a purchase, right? We just bought that Ecuadorian player, and I'm going blank on names all of a sudden. Help me, Bam, on this. Mendez. His, that's it, Mendez. Mendez is a defensive midfielder. He's a holding mid. He can do other roles, but I really do believe he was brought in to give Ilya a chance to rest. And make his own mark, of course. But Ilya will definitely get some rest time. You know, if he doesn't play this week, it makes perfect sense because he just played the All-Star game. And I'd be perfectly fine against Charlotte letting Ilya take a break. We've got the weapons. Acosta can naturally drop back into that role. He does it well, actually. So we have two options there. Yes, I'm with you, man. Um, We can't afford Ilya to get injured. Um, we need him to take a rest too. cycling the lineup. It's going to happen, especially when we have these again. Do you really want him to play? And we had what three games in eight days before our last episode. And now we have Iliad having to deal with three matches again within a week. There's no way he's playing all these games. He's going to have to get rested. Uh, Will says I feel Dola. Yeah, go bam. I can see us bringing up, um, Chris's Damos from the lights for a game or two. If, to start on the bench if we have um either have a break like not even dress him yeah like give him a game off bring up chris otomo for a game sit on the bench start blessing over him nice yeah uh, something again cycle the lineup vela's gonna need a rest too people any of the guys that went to the all-star game they've earned a rest this weekend i'm okay with all of them getting a rest we'll be fine we have the weapons I know. Um, ooh, I like this from David. Thanks for re- mentioning that. Uh, he was at SoFi and Rio Tinto. Good on you. 32-52. That was pretty wild. They went strong to Salt Lake, and they used a trash can for a drum. You make do with what you got. Um, yeah, and they still were the loudest ones in the building with a trash can, and I heard a shoe. Y'all are special, man. It's pretty cool. Um Good, good, good. Uh, David Day says, Jaime Camille cheering next to me and the away 3252 in Utah. Good on Jaime for making a road trip. Love it. I know Rich was in the mix over there too. All good things. David says, hit the like button. We're with you. Hit the like button, people. Uh, There we go. Um, Ox making fun of FIFA Mafia. I can't figure out a schedule. Uh, Oh, I like this from David. He says, Buanga is a low-key, low-key signing. Um, Arvella for the future, dude. Um, all I'm hearing is good stuff, quite literally. That's I'm not hearing negatives on this guy. Um, but he's got to play, uh, you know, that's going to be our, our our tell. Um, Jesse Cortez 3252 also asking about Raito. Um, <laughs> David Day Pyro Show at SoFi didn't get much play on on msm or on socials as i thought i don't know i saw it everywhere but i think that's just from my seat um i don't know i nearly got burned by it so did tony we definitely inhaled a lot um yeah 
Good on the boys for making it happen. That was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, Edge says ATL is the team of bad deals, 15 and 20 million dollar players, and in 12th place, Brian is a big of a loss. Yeah, right. Your guy doesn't follow through. Look at Joseph Martinez right now, who second guesses or pushes himself to react before thinking on every play these days, like he has to do everything. It can fall apart, people. Uh, it can really fall apart, and we are lucky. Uh, to be where we're at. And if 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 that's a B-Rod fail where he's still somewhat effective, okay. I mean, if that's the worst thing that ever happened to us, B-Rod, we're blessed. Um, David Day, without counting chickens before they hatch, eight more wins and we break the points record. Seven and two or seven and two draws. And we were talking, I was talking with Bam. I forgot to put it on our schedule. Um, magic number is seven, people, right now. It's seven. Either we get seven seven wins or the team chasing so to win the west i mean um it's seven but to, to, to be fair we win the the west we're pretty much going to win the supporter shield yes yes the way it is at the i mean moment. philly's like, philly's doing okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. like just playing around with just the west for now i worked out if every team in the west wins every game which obviously they can't do because they play each other and all that kind of stuff and we don't win a game. We the worst we can do is second last in the West. Sporting Kansas City can win every game and not beat us with what we got at the moment. Yeah, which ain't happening. We're we're moving yep. at a two point per game clip, I believe. So uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon because the hardest games have gone away for a little bit. They have. Uh, two lighter games on the schedule. I know they're close together, but still, these are ones you have to bag. That's six points right there. Wait, one from a magic number, and you're in the middle of August? What is going on, people? Um, well, we're not saying supporter shield, but, but making playoffs. Got, and, yeah. yeah, we've still got Houston twice. Who's Houston? What are they doing? Really? Exactly. That's beautiful. All right, and then Portland, who's play. Well, I guess he had a player get injured during the All Star game, which was pretty, pretty weird. Um, dude, honestly, like the numbers are there; it's falling into place. I can't predict it, but man, I feel pretty good about a supporter shield right now. I know, don't say it, knock on wood, but if we do our jobs, we should get it. And it, the point record, it's in reach. Um, take that back from Atlanta, people. Right, right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, okay. So, yes. Thank you. Get off my line. I just saw the email pop while we were on the show. Uh, thank you, 3252. So here's the deal. Uh, the Del Paula drop is changed to Saturday at 9 a.m. Just got the email from 3252. Yeah, I just saw that pop right now, too. Um, unfortunate, but that is what's going on. Um, I know Tony's shaking his head. Hey, don't blame me. I didn't do it. Um Still going to try to get the shoe. Yeah, so that's pushed back a little bit. Bummer deal. Um, but I guess the season ticket holder one is still happening, right, for HQ? That's still on. Right, 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 right. Yes. Um, hold on. I just saw that a while ago. I was going through my uh... – so the – nope. They, they're actually doing a pre-sale for tomorrow from mm-hmm. 8 a.m. to 11, and you can purchase the shoes online and pick them up at HQ later on believe so which if you're going to the game on saturday perfect 
Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it before the game. Unless you want to wear them at the game. I don't know if you're that intense about things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You all are. Sorry. This is a 3252. <laughs> you definitely are. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to see how many of these things show up in the stadium on Saturday. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. So uh, David has a good question. Dude, great question. Biggest game left. All right. So I'm going to look up this right now. Thank you for throwing that at us, man. So, uh, and some I've already offered what I think will be the biggest game left. Uh, yeah, I've there. got it up. So we go Charlotte this game, mm -hmm. then DC United, yep. Smurfs. Okay, sorry, Aust Austin. Okay, Houston back to the RSL. Got them again, but they come to our house. Okay. Come on, house. Dallas, Minnesota, Houston, Portland, Nashville. Last day in Nashville. But in our house. You mean that team we beat over there? But in our house. So I look at this schedule, and the only one that comes up to me as a threat is Austin. Who else are you legit worried about, Bam? Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is playing. <laughs> no, I'm Dallas, with you on this. Um, Dallas is good kids. Is... Yeah, their system's good, man. Um, and it's in Dallas, and they've been giant killers before. We've had battles with these dudes. Um, team of the future, I think we could say, right, Bam? I mean, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, Okay. Austin, Austin this year has been amazing compared to last year. They have been amazing. And I've said all season, they are my dark horse. We've got to keep an eye on them. But at the same time, the way Dallas is, who's been under my radar for the whole time, they're third. Are they already third? In, in the West. Oh, man. In the West. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've enjoyed, I enjoy watching them. Sorry. I do watch a lot of MLS, guys. Um, they are a fun team to watch because of the tactics smart it's a smart system um and yes again these guys are academy geniuses they just are they they know how to develop players like like I mean, we have one right we have a coast on our team uh they know what yeah. they're doing when it comes to young players they really and do. the biggest thing is austin and dallas are both away and it, dallas dallas just bought somebody right i mean they just improved their roster i believe mm -hmm. <laughs> I think they did. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I put put it to you there. So oh, Minnesota in Minnesota could get sketchy. September thirteenth, uh, mostly because we played Dallas three days before, so something's got to cycle there. Um, so maybe Minnesota would be tough, but really, the make or break for the supporter shield is definitely going to be Austin. Right. I think if you take those dudes out, you just took out the West's best chance to take you down. I know Dallas. I know. But you take out Austin and then you get a win in Houston in Houston. Well, that's a that's a great road trip. Um yeah, you're you're you, there's not much stopping you from that from that point forward. And Portland's looking like they're getting banged up because the way they play, people. Um, they're not the Portland that used to be, even though they've, the record's getting better. Um, yeah, Austin's the story. If Austin, if we if we take down Austin 
in their house. It's a runaway at that point. We're on a breakaway, people. That's my vibe. Uh, Tony, what do you think if you're looking at this? Portland. Portland's always Portland's gonna be a Portland's always okay. a thorn in our side no matter what. Like no matter where they're at. And they're also vying for a playoff spot at the moment. So they're also a dangerous person to face against. Okay. All right. So there it is. Ooh, and Carlos just tossed it. So most most of the uh, most of our listeners, they're definitely throwing in the Austin vibe. Um Dallas and Portland from from Carlos. David was Austin. Get off my lawn, Austin. Um, Edge will be at the Austin. A lot of people are going to be Austin game. And I heard the darn thing is sold out for all the other seats already. Like, it's like that, people. Um, so, yeah, if you're not in the supporter section, it's going to be hard getting the ticket. It'll definitely be out on the resale. Uh, Carlos C., thank you, sir. That was the name I was searching and couldn't in my head pop up. You know, he's an excellent player. I know he played for Carson. I do admit he's an excellent player. Uh, Legette. I like what he brings to the table. The guy's hungry and he likes to hurt us, man, which sucks. Um, he does have find a way to burn us. And now he, having him and uh, was Ariola, dude, their striker. Like, I don't know. I, I'm with you, man. Dallas is not going to be easy. Uh, yeah, they're getting better. So we'll see. We will see. Um, and then Nashville, the last day on Supporter Shield Sunday, you could say if it is still close or record Sunday if we're going for the record. Uh, Nashville at home against Walker could get rather interesting. So I like the schedule. It looks pretty friendly to us. Only three or four games. It could be a threat. It's, you know, out of seven, that's, that's what half of them potential threat. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Cool guys. Love the comments. Dig it. Uh, let's see. Let's get back into the mix. Uh, oh man. Is it that time? Are we doing community? Is it community time? I think it, it is. might be. Tony, it is your turn, sir. What is going on in the community, man? I know there's stuff. Um, pretty much it's going to be besides the shoe release. It's uh, since we have a game, if we have a home game in, in the first time in a long time for seems like there are going to be a lot of tailgates. So let me break it down where you need to. I feel like I'm going to read you a menu of where to go to eat for the day. If you're trying to help out our 3252 brethren. So first start off with crew is tailgate is doing fish or shrimp tacos and unlimited hangar 24 beer. Uh, Cuervos is doing asada at their tailgate. Empire Boys and Black and Gold Running Club are doing tacos and palamos. And actually they're supporting the Mo Faciani football footballista. Uh, the, fascio, fascio. Fascio, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, court. So any any products bought from them go directly towards that. Expos are doing Brazilian barbecue. LAO is doing tostadas. And actually, this is not a tailgate. This is, they are going to be doing tailgate most likely, but D9U is doing for Ecuadorian night. Um, they're doing for Global Diplomatics is if you have any old LAFC gear, hats, shirts, jerseys you don't wear that don't fit anymore, pins um, donated to them, and they'll get given out to pretty much kids who aren't able to get this the gear that we are most likely blessed to buy and wear. And that is all. Whew. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Dude, Expos, you're stepping up with Brazilian barbecue, man. 
Like, you're going to have the little, like, red and green thing? I mean, what's going on over there, dude? Got to pay a visit. And then Unlimited Hangar 24, that, what could go wrong? What could go wrong, crew? Um, good stuff, guys. Good. Everybody's stepping it up this week. Love it. Love it. All right. So, ah, this brings us to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club minute. And uh, we're going to Salt Lake. And honestly, I had to expand out to Utah because I wasn't going to throw the Mormon Tabernacle Choir at you guys. Um, good sounds not quite fitting into our vibe uh so yes three ones that i saw that popped up to me you had the used neon trees and then of course brandon flowers and you're like brandon flowers yeah that guy the lead singer of the killers um i'm probably gonna lean towards brandon flowers because i'm a huge killers fan right and they're coming to the bank so it only made sense that we'll throw out brandon flowers he's got a couple independent albums on his own well, let's be real. Y'all listen to the killers. So uh, album of the week, I'm going to go with Hot Fuss. Has to be, right? That 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 was our introduction to the world of killers. Uh, so it has to be that. If I got to name off the songs, it's going to take me the entire sheet because, dude, every song is amazing. So just listen to Hot Fuss. Have a good time. Go beyond it. And if you don't know who the killers are, I don't know what rock you live under. So there you go. Brandon Flowers. From Utah. Yes, I know the band's from Vegas. He's from Utah. There's your connection. I got Vegas in the mix, people. There we go. Uh, Bam, you ain't complaining about that. You're good with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the only other one that I could go with if we're playing a team from Detroit is Put Your Hands Up from for Detroit by um, Fred Legrand. But because we didn't play in Detroit, we can't really say that song. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's another killer song that says Run for Cover. Right, there's one out there, and RSL could definitely do that. Um, yeah, so there's my choice. Being spoiled, knowing the killers are coming to town, I, I had to throw that out there. So there it is, your black and cold vinyl club minute, which brings us back into the realm of football because that is what we do best. That's right, LAFC versus the Civ of the League, Charlotte FC. I'm not saying that they're bad, we're just saying they don't play defense. Um, they score goals, yeah, definitely. Uh, but they've had some struggles. They only really step up against EPL sides, apparently. So I'm just saying, I think that's the last one I can think of in a while. So I'll throw it to you, Bam. Give me the run of form on Charlotte, man. How are they doing? Well, the last five games, if you don't include their 6-4 penalty win over Chelsea and their game that was abandoned against Columbus due to weather, uh, they have two wins, a 4-1 home win versus Nashville and a 3-0 home win versus DC. And they've had three losses, a 3-2 away to Miami, a 4-0 away to Toronto, and a 3-2 home to Chicago, which was their last game. Yeah, yeah. You, you watched a bit of that Chicago match, right? I mean, talk about run it, of form. It's a little sketch, isn't it? It was horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> like... <laughs> The highlights from the game. First minute, um, Chicago tried to play it from the back, forced Rainier for a go for a goal. Twenty um, first minute, Chicago equalized. Um, a shot that the keeper saved and falls at um, Prez Blanco's feet for for a goal. Twenty fourth minute, Chicago takes the lead. Forty fifth minute, Charlotte brings it back, and in the fifty second minute, 
Chicago takes the lead again. So they can't hold anything. That that's what I get right. from them. I look at the last five games and three goals allowed against Chicago. Uh, four goals allowed against Toronto. Three goals allowed against Inter Miami. Are those even playoff teams, man? Like, I know Toronto's like better, but Charlotte made them look good in that game. Let's be real. Um, it's a very interesting situation, uh, which I bring it to Tony and you're good, the bad and the ugly. I know you were kind of laughing this one off, so I'll throw it to you. Give me your good, give me your bad, give me your ugly about Charlotte. <laughs> Pretty much they're like I said, they're a new team, so that's their ugly at the moment because they're they're you either fall into two camps, the Atlanta, LAFC, Nashville, uh Austinish, we'll say, because they didn't do so hot the first season, or you could fall into the Cincinnati kind of um expansion team where you you're not doing so hot. Now, not saying that the the good the good the pretty much overall good because ugly and then the bad is not the greatest. So we'll just go from ugly and good. They've scored eight goals in the last five matches, and of course, uh, Swid Swiderski yeah, yeah, Swiderski is their top scorer at seven goals, and and his expected goals are six point five. So he's on point to score in every pretty much time he plays and stuff. Seven goals, DP, leading scorer, guy that pretty much got the first coach canned. At least that's the rumor. Um, okay, uh, that, that, I mean he is good. I will say, uh, if we give him an easy chance, he will burn us. I give you that. He can hurt us. If we get sloppy, he can hurt us. Um, but that's going to require them to actually break us right and not get pinned back all game. Uh, it should be interesting. Now, Bam, who is in and who's out of the lineup for uh, Charlotte that we need to really take note of? Uh, for Charlotte, they're going by um, what I can find online at the moment. Um, Vargas is questionable with the knee injury, and Mello and Armour are both out, and they're believed to be out for the season because they both had surgery. So, okay, so they've they've got some 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 boys missing. Uh, that yeah. is for sure. Uh, yeah, looking, you know, potential lineups, potential 11s. Um, the other thing is I tried to find a trend with this team is what are they going to run out against us? There is no trend. This is wild. Um, they change every match, which is a telltale sign of they don't know what they're doing yet. Um, or they just they can't find one that makes them happy. So the last run out. Um, against Chicago, it was a 4-2-3-1. I think they were worried about Shabilko. Uh, I think they were worried about Shakiri because Shakiri is starting to find himself now. Legit. He's playing good. Um, and so I think they were trying to limit the limit the hurt from those two because when Shabilko's on, man, he is a great target striker. He is. Uh, and Philly, he was a weapon for them. So, yeah. Uh, what are we going to see from their lineup if they do play the 4-2-3-1? Uh, they've got, what, Kalina in goal, uh, Walkis and Carujo in center back, uh, Fuchs on the left, Lindsay on the right back situation. In the middle, you have Bronico and McNeil. 
Uh, Bender is your central attacking midfielder. What a shock there. Uh, Gaines on the right, Rania on the left, and Svidersky is your, your sole striker. That was one match. A 3-2 loss at home, okay? Um, who else got in that? I think Mora came in, Rios came in, Alcavar came in, uh, Derek Jones came in. And then here's an interesting player who's, I think, their second leading scorer, uh, Andre Sinyashiki. Yes, former Colorado player. Um, I believe his second in scoring for them came off the bench for uh, Jordi Reina. So could see him. Now, go back in time a little further. Uh, they played a 4-4-2 in the game before that. I'm talking league matches. I don't worry about off ones. Uh, Kalinia back in goal. Fuchs was now playing center back. Uh, Carujo center back. Mora on the left. Uh, Walks on the right. McNeil and Bronico as your central mids in the 4-4-2. Shinyashiki now starting on the right. Rainia on the left. So Rainia's consistency, people. And then had uh, Josviak and Swiderski up top as your strike partners. Okay. Could this be? We shall see. Um, but Rainia, again, I'm looking at consistency, and there's probably five guys in this lineup that are consistent just from two games. Um, now we go farther back, when, and I think this was a butt kicking. They played a 4-1-4-1. Hint, people, this could be the one. Um, Kalinia as your goalkeeper. Walks and Corujo in uh, center back. Fuchs back to left back so he can press forward. Um, Aful as your right back. He started for a lot of teams, right? Um, now you have your Bronico as your controlling midfielder, your holding mid, uh, Ruiz and McNeil as your attacking mid, center mid, you call it, but that's your trident pretty much. And then Josviak uh, on the right, Reina on the left. Reina always on the left. There's your consistency. Um, and Severski is your, your sole striker up top. So two out of three games they played with a sole striker. I can't help but think that against us and what we offer – Soul striker. I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm seeing from it. Um, I throw it to you, Bam. It's either going to be the four one four or it's going to be the four two three one. I'm kind of predicting because there have been games where four one four one hasn't gone well for us as well as we like. That it's going to be that one. What do you? Think? Yeah. Well, um, in the game against Columbus, I got a ban a due to weather. They did a four one four one that game too. Um, Pretty much the same thing, but they had Mora out in the side, so Fuchs. Um, they had Bender in the central attacking mid-roll. Um, Gaines out on the left there. So for me, I can see them going the 4-1-4-1 against us. Um, yeah. They've, they've got to try and muddle up the middle for us because with our midfield, you know, they've got to do what they can to stop us scoring. They don't have to worry about scoring. They've got to stop us from scoring. So uh, Bronico and uh, Ruiz and McNeil are trying to basically crowd Ilié if Ilié yep. plays, um, and pin back Acosta to try to support Ilié because of that, um, leaving only Cifuentes as the guy that could hit them on the counter in the mid, mid, mid. Um, Josviak, who is very offensive line minded in that mindset, maybe it'll be another player instead of him on that right side. I'm thinking. It won't be him. Uh, Rainey, of course, on the left. Severski up top. Fuchs as a center back could be a real thing, too, because of us. <laughs> they need the experience. Um, and, you know, do you really want Fuchs to be one-on-one -on -one with Vela? Because that's what you're looking at. 
if you put him at left back. Right. What What do you think, Bam? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna line him up with with Vela? No, I reckon they might put more out there on him. Yeah. Thinking the same thing, and Fuchs goes into the middle, right? Hold yeah. down. Okay. Uh, probably walks takes takes a walk. Uh, I think if that's the case, and then Corujo seems to be your consistent, uh, and then right back situation. I mean, between awful uh, and walks, those are your options at right back. I think. Um, Chuck, Chuck actually, Lindsay three Lindsay too. So again, no consistency at right back. Looks like a problem, right? Uh, there's your there's your opening right there. So uh, maybe Gaines plays instead of of. Uh, Yosviak, or it's going to be Shinyashiki. I'd bet on Shinyashiki. He's had good games against us. So yeah, yeah. I'd probably I think he gets this one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, we're kind of rolling with it because we've seen these dudes and they're in trouble. Um, I know, like, don't do that, man. You're gonna you're gonna make it bad for us. I'm not, guys. Um, if we play our game, we keep our heads. We go on our mission that we're doing. We have a record to chase. We have players that need to, to do what they need to do. Um, we should tear these dudes up. I mean, quite simple. Um, yes, they've had games where they found themselves, but they've had other games where, again, you see the goals getting drawn against teams that aren't known for being the super offensive types. And guess what? We are the super offensive uh, type. So, yeah, I, I it, it should fall in place, which brings it to us um this is going to be a hard lineup to predict just because so many games are being played in such a short amount of time and it would make perfect sense for people to get a breather in this match this seems like the kind of match where you would say yeah okay um new faces doing their thing um i'll throw it to you tony and i think the midfield is the real question i know you're like starting in midfield yeah we're gonna start in mid um you're three for the mid because we know it's going to be three. I'm not shocked by that. Um, it's going to be probably, I say, our original starters, Acosta, Ilie. Well, actually, no. Acosta, M- uh, Mendez, and Sifu. I was going to say Ilie, but he is. this is perfect for him to get a rest because he just played the all-star game. Mind you, it wasn't as long minutes but he could use the rest from flying to Minnesota flying back and then we have a game Tuesday so we can use him for Tuesday interesting any chance blessing breaks into this lineup I'll throw this one to you bam what do you think um I I wouldn't be surprised it all depends on how Ilya came back okay if Ilya came back fine I, I see him starting but I don't see him playing a full game, if anything. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, Mendez, Acosta, Cifuentes. I think, you know, that would make sense. I give Ilya a break, guys. Seriously. All right, we'll throw it back to the to to the backs. Max, you know, this could be a game for 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 our backup goalkeeper, really. Um, but I think Max is, you know, he needs, he wants the minutes. So Max plays um, right back. I think it's going to be Escobar. I'm predicting uh, it's going to be Chiellini and Murillo. And you're left back. And this is where I'm going to get funky with it. I think it's Hollingshead that starts this game just because of that all-star game. Uh, that's where I'm at. I know Chiki's Chiki, but 
you want to keep him ready and you'll have him go go all out against DC. Um, Bam, what's what are you thinking for that back line? Um, yeah, I, I'd say the same as you. Um, give Plasso a little bit of a break. Um, Escobar, Murillo, Kalini, and Hong said. Yeah, I yeah, no, I, I I'm there. Um, Tony, what do you think? I'm in agreement with you again. Cheeky coming back from All Star break and it's rest Tuesday. If not, even give him the extra race, not for Tuesday, depending how we if we need points or not. We'll. We'll, we'll follow that edge going moving forward next time, but yeah. There we are. And of course, I think the 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 least hardest to predict, the front line, um, I'm predicting on if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't know about you guys. Are we all with the if it ain't broke, don't fix it lineup? Rest Vela. Rest Vela. Ooh, because you want to play against DC? He's coming back from the All-Star game. As well. All right. If you if you rest Vela, who do you start? I gotta go through my this one. Yeah, this actually be a perfect time for Vela to start. To be honest, get him on not not such of a hard team, and get some minutes into him. You don't play him the full, but this is a good opportune time to do it. And limit his limit to sixty minutes because they're saying that's about where he's comfortable. Um, and then Vela comes in as your super sub or whatever you need at that point because we don't know the scoreline is going to be. Um, yeah, because maybe if you're blowing these dudes out, if you're really getting a good win, you don't even need to use Vela on the day if that's the case. So maybe, maybe. Uh, Bam, what do you think? Um, Vela starts. Like, yes, he played All-Star, but he only played 30 minutes. That's true. It was short. It was only short 30 minutes. So because of that, I see him starting. Comes play sixty, then gets subbed out. So that's that's where I am. Uh, a poker Brian on the left. A poker. I, I'm sorry. It's default. Yeah. Don't don't mess with what's cooking. <laughs> Unless they want to see him run more, and I don't think they do. Um, that'll be our sign, guys. If Bira's not dressing, we know where he is. <laughs> There you go. All right, good stuff. Um, off the bench predictions. I, you know, I, I think blessings a given. Um, I think you know if if definitely if if uh, Palacios is not starting, he's coming in <laughs> as the game progresses. I don't think he gets the full day off. Uh, you know who else? Who else? Um, yeah, I, I don't need to play blessing. Yeah. Go for it. Um, Mendes might get on there. Um, obviously, Bale coming as a sub. Um, wouldn't be surprised if um, Mabadou 4 or Ibiega comes on at some stage. Segura for sure, right? I mean, Segura's yeah. become almost a guarantee. And then I'll throw this another one. Did you see who took the field against the lights last week? Mr. Duenas. Is playing again. I know, right? So good on him. He's back in. He's playing. He's playing ball again after that horrible, horrible injury. Um, yeah, I know he's down the line, but it's kind of cool just to say it. And could he get a chance to just dress for once for us? You never know. Um, Maybe DC. he is playing again. Maybe DC. He just gets on the eighteen. 
we'll, 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 we'll see there. Duaneus watch, Duaneus watch. All right, cool. Uh, good on that. Now, now that we've seen it, let's throw it out to the fam once again and see where they're at on all of this. That's right, you guys. Yeah. Before I throw it to the fans, um, we do have Chris Penzo this week. Um, Kevin Stewart is the fourth official, though, so he'll be there talking to Dolo, making sure Dolo stays calm. Um, so Penzo's done 16 games this season, 31.3% home wins, 37.5% away wins, 31.3% draws. So fairly even over there. Averages 22.38 fouls per game with 5.94 yellows and 0.19 reds. Overall, in his whole career, he's done one of the greatest numbers in the world, 180 for all you darts fans out there. He's done 180 games, 50 home wins, 26.7 away wins, 23.3% draws with 3.95 yellows and 0.3 reds. This season... Okay. All right. I was thinking 180 for the ways he, he kind of does a 180 on his VAR decisions. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, this season, he's only done one LAFC game, which was a 2-1 loss away to Carson. And he has never done a Charlotte game. It's going to be his first ever Charlotte game. Nice. Nice for them. Um, they all get the experience, too. Um Shouldn't be at the bank, man. Is all I'm saying after that game. Mm-hmm. The great, um, the great robbery. Uh, yeah. Overall, with these ten games against us, we average 0.9 points per game. But at home, it goes up to 1.67 points per game. Out of the three home games he's done, we've had one win. All right. And- Still less than what we do. So, ah, yeah, no love for him. I never want him refing our games. So, so committed. He'll never be forgiven. Yeah. We're versing 12 people this this game. <laughs> Just to stay alive. Um, who's running VAR? Do you know? Do you know? Uh, Jose Carlos Rivero. Man. Okay. All right. We've got Ian Anderson and Chris Elliott running the sidelines. Kevin Stewart as fourth official. And the assistant VAR is Peter Bellacunas. Yeah. Guarantee you VAR is going to be used because of pencil being pencil um yeah we already know that's going to be controversial decisions because he's incapable of doing things proper in real time uh so there we go all right let's throw it out to you guys i know i had to have my little fit but there we go uh let me see predictions predictions oh i like this <laughs> david day uh, i know it's a little off topic uh, I don't like Liga Mekis uh, moping about their league fans and media, dude. Honestly, have you watched Liga Mekis lately? I'm not talking smack, but man, there's a few teams that are on point. There's a lot that aren't. Um, they're kind of in a weird transition stage right now. I will admit. Um, as much as I like watching Liga Mekis, some of them are really hard to watch. Again, we have Charlotte in our league, but you know, um, Liga Mekis is still a better league i think we know than mls because we see how many times win ccl we see we see it happen but there's some cracks uh, i know tony we've talked about this a couple times there are some cracks in that league that is for sure um we don't elaborate too much we'll talk about it as we get into ccl down the line but i get why they're moping there's some stuff going on there 
that ain't still great. Um, and it's an all-star game, so don't read too much into it, people. Really, really, it's an all-star game. Uh, Smalls predicting another 4-1 win. Hey, back-to-back bookend 4-1s. I could do that. Uh, get off my lawn says 3-0. Going to be 3-0. All right. Uh, Josue Pena jumping in. Whoa, okay, Josue. You're joining the family here. Says Fresh uh, LAFC Inc. done this weekend. Good on you. You're in the club. Love it. Um, <laughs> he was throwing the what formation does Charlotte play? Roll the dice. You get three choices. We're predicting 4-1-4-1. Um, Edge says, think rest Ilya and Vela. Start Mendez and Bale. Bale for 60. Vela is sub. Think Dola will start regular lineup, though. Yeah, I mean, our predictions are the same as you, sir. Um, but our hearts, right? We just like certain things to happen. So there. <laughs> Edgar Corral, perfect to get a clean sheet these next two games. Right? They better. I'm going to say that. We know what they do offensively. It's going to develop. It's going to do what it does. But, yeah, back line, let's get that get that thing uh, working a little bit better. I'm with you. <laughs> Ox predicting B-Rod, Apoko, and Chicho. Yeah, I mean, Chicho's in the mix. Apoko's in the mix. B-Rod's another story. We'll see. Um, Edgar's with you, though. He says, sit, sit Vela for B-Rod. Edgar's asking about Ibiaga because – until Chiellini took over, Ibiaga was becoming super consistent back there. I I was really happy the last few games he was starting. So, man needs minutes to stay like that. Oh, Ox, don't make me sad. Look at this. You see this one? All right. He says Bale and Jennings as subs. All right. Bale, yes. Bale, yes. Jennings. I'm still not over the SoFi game. No, it's just a practice game, but uh, I like moving. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, junior giving us the hang loose. All of the junior. I bet you he's in a truck as we speak, putting in the work, doing the hard work for the fam because he's the man. Uh, good stuff, dude. Uh, Ox says, I say we put J-Mac for the DC match. J-Mac needs to play. If anything, after watching Club America against him, writing notes for penalties, he does his work, people. Um yeah, J-Mac needs to play. I'm with you on that. Jose is predicting the 2-0 win. As you know, we don't predict wins. We just predict how things may turn out from the run of play um, because every time I predict, do a prediction, it gets reversed. That's just how it goes with the goals, man. Uh, you know, unless I tell you quietly and you bet on it, then it always pays off. But, yeah, there's that. Uh, <laughs> Hawk says, don't want to see him either, but we were talking about resting our guys, right? Yeah, yeah. says if we're talking about resting our guys, bring up Danny. Bring up Trejo. Yeah, I mean, Trejo's, Trejo's got it, right? He's got it. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. And then Ox brings up the what about it. So Junior did mention Opoku, Bell, Chicho, Rest, Vela. So there's that. I think we're in that realm too. Um, Ox was asking what happened with Trejo. Right, we need to see Trejo play. Trejo, Trejo. I'm with a sub on this one though, guys. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Junior, I just toot my horn for you guys and make really cool hats. How did you? Uh, <laughs> love Junior, man. All good, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean that. That is. We'll see who plays, man. But it would be nice to see some of the kids get some minutes in this game. I'm with you guys on that because these are the two perfect games to do that. Really. 
um so we'll see what see what happens there all right guys thank you for the comments that brings us to this our final moments yes thanking you guys getting you ready for the weekend yep 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 that's what we do as tradition dictates we always do our final comment of the day Tony looks like he's playing games or he's waiting to play games because of me. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tony, so you can show more love to the L.A. thieves. You have the floor, sir. I would, no, it's more my tick of like I fidgeted a lot because of my ADD. So I just have stuff in there to, to play around with. Um, final say is have fun this past week, this week. Don't drink too much. Drink responsibly. Um, again, I always say, sometimes I say most of the times, but I'll reiterate it, check up on your friends. You never know what they're going through. Just a simple, hi, how are you doing? You know, they may want to talk and then go for it. But knowing that someone is still thinking of you and checking up on you, it's always good for mental health in general. And that is an important thing for male and female and just overall, or whatever you identify as, it's just good overall mental health. Uh, besides that, let's have a good time, have fun at the tailgates, drink a lot of water as well as alcohol if you're drinking, but mostly water because it will be still a nice, hot, humid kind of day like it's been for the past couple of days. And that's about it. Love it, Tony. I'm with you, man. Um, have a good time this weekend. Not a great time. Uh, <laughs> get home safe, get to the game safe, be safe at the game. It is a very, very, very long and apparently very celebratory uh, tailgate. So <sighs> measure your your intake, people, and definitely drink a lot of water. It's a long freaking day. I'll throw that out there. Back to you, Bam. Final thoughts, sir? Uh, final thoughts is... Um... Congratulations on getting home safe, Araceli. I just saw you post that you got home, so glad to drive you got home safely. Um, people are going to the game this weekend. Look after yourselves. Look after each other. If something doesn't seem right, speak up. Plain and simple. If something doesn't look right, speak up. Um, first tailgate for a while. Look after yourselves. Um, you'll be seeing friends you haven't seen for a while because of obviously going to different watch parties and all that kind of stuff. Check in with each one. Say hi to them. Have a beer. Have a coffee. Have a Coke. Um, just enjoy yourselves. Um, if you are going to drink, drink responsibly. If you are going to gamble in the game, gamble responsibly. Just look after yourselves and remember everything in moderation. Well said, my friend. Um, moderation is key in looking out for each other. That's the 3252 LAFC way. At least it should be. So look out for each other. All right. My final comments. One, thank y'all for supporting us as we go on marathon episodes. These last few, um, wild, but a lot of news, not our fault. Club's fault. Uh, <laughs> for good reasons. Um, shout out to Araceli for the amazing, amazing job as our correspondent, uh, in Minnesota. I hope the drone didn't buzz you too closely. Oh my gosh, we could talk about that for an hour. Um, yes, thank you for what you did. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, thank you everyone for your support through and through. I look forward to seeing you all this weekend for another home game, right? 
Um, and so that is where I'm at. I just want to see y'all. want to see y'all healthy, having a good time, enjoying another LAFC victory. All right. Tradition is what tradition is. Tony, final word of the day. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over